This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. More Supreme Court rulings coming in. Some um, inner workings in some states trying to circumvent what the Supreme Court just did, which is interesting. We'll get into that, certainly. We've got also the story of the um, the coach who is allowed to pray and the lemon test. What is the lemon test? That had a lot to do with what it was that went down in Washington. And there are other cases that, that are relying on that as well. There was a test that that changed the the idea of establishment of religion to endorsement of religion, which are two very different things. Establishing and endorsing are two different things. But the lemon case several years ago really did, I think it was 1997, something like that, uh, really did decide why you can't even pray on a football field, why you can't pray in a cafeteria, why you can't, as a teacher, wear a crucifix or a Star of David or some Muslim symbol. Well, that all goes goes out the window with the Supreme Court ruling that happened. Uh, there's also a Supreme Court ruling today about the EPA, and there was one about stay in Mexico, where it sounds like Kavanaugh... Um, went to the other side. Well, we're going to get into all of that. There's a lot going on. Plus, I want to talk about minimum wage. For some reason, minimum wage always shows up in the news. And people today, I mean, there were some people on social media saying it should be $25 an hour or something. We'll talk about that as well on a Thursday. Feeling all right? Uh-huh. Say what? Seems I got to have a chance. Yes, indeed. Every night I have strangest dreams. Chocolate boys, how you doing, Carrie? I'm right. How are you? I'm doing great. Polo in the house. Sam getting it done. Left here on my own. Uh huh. So it's see. Yes, indeed. I got to leave before I mm-hmm. start to Thursday, scream. almost Friday. The weekend's almost here. It's how we do. The door Turn it up and sing along. Took the key. Oh, man. Let's get some harmony going. Come on. Yes, sir. Feeling all right. Yes, indeed. I'm not feeling too good myself. Right at the COVID. COVID high note today. Making it happen. It's how we're doing it. We're getting it done. Supreme Court is like in high gear. Now, 
Ketanji Brown Jackson is a Supreme Court justice now, right? Yes, she is. She was sworn in at 12.01 p.m. I think today. I did not watch it, but that's what the plan was. The first black woman to be um, seated on the Supreme Court. There you go. Now, is is that important to me? Not really. What's important to me is whether somebody's qualified or not. Because if the left really needed there to be more diversity on the court, they'd be huge supporters of Clarence Thomas. They're not. Clarence Thomas is a black man. Um, Amy Coney Barrett is a white woman. Um, those two get no support by the left. So the whole social justice warrior push about Ketanji Brown Jackson being um, sworn in and now she's on the court, it doesn't get me up in the morning because I know how bad a candidate she was. I know how bad a, just, a justice she's going to be and she's going to be on that court for 30, 40 years, something like that, 20, 30 years, whatever. And it, it doesn't make any sense. I do not have to get in lockstep with... Um, the idea that, thank God, we finally have a black woman on the court. It doesn't matter to me what your ancestry is. It doesn't matter to me what your, what your gender is. None of that matters. What matters is, do you read the Constitution in plain English and then decide according to it? She doesn't. She's a big abortion supporter. She's someone who doesn't think the criminal should be punished. She's all for this criminal justice reform, which uh, means as a judge, she was very easy on criminals, especially pedophiles. Very easy on pedophiles, and some for some reason that worked for her. And I don't know why, and it it, uh, it makes me sick, to be honest. So the fact that she's on the court does not get me going. Whatever. Did we break through a barrier? No, there was no barrier stopping a black woman from getting on the court. In fact, when the idea was even talked about that a black woman could make it to the court, Joe Biden himself said that he would filibuster the nomination back in the, the 1990s or whatever it was, or the early 2000s. So this is, to me, this is not a monumental day. Now, it always reminds me of when I had the conversation with Bill Cosby, and I had him on the show probably, I don't know, 2009, something like that. It was a long time ago. It, whatever it was, it was before uh, we, we knew all this stuff, all, all the sex scandal stuff with him. And it also was um, right when he had a book coming out. And I guess it probably was nine because Obama was already the president. And Bill Cosby said that he brought his a picture of his father and he put it down at the polling place and he looked at his father's picture and said, Pops, we made it. Or Dad, we made it. Something like that. And then he voted for Obama. Obama, of course, was a horrendous president. Just a horrible president. Hated the Constitution. Doesn't like our founding. Hates colonialism. He hates everything about how we got here. He does. We know this to be a fact. It's not me making it up. He's a guy who just doesn't like the country that afforded him so much. Here's a guy that you can't ask about his childhood, you can't ask about his background, you can't ask why he was entered into a into a school in um, Indonesia under the name Barry Sotoro, and his religion was selected was Islam. Not allowed to ask about that. You're not allowed to ask about how he became a citizen of Indonesia or else you can't go to school there, and then came back here and still had his citizenship here. You're not allowed to ask about that. Not allowed to ask about whether he did or didn't get uh, foreign student aid to go to some colleges here. That's all sealed. You're not allowed to ask about that. All you have to say is, thank God we had a black president. Well, I was not for it because I'd, I heard what he said and what he said he would do as the president. So I was not for him being the president. I was a certainly a Herman Cain supporter when he ran for president. May he rest in peace. I was certainly uh, somebody who took a good long look at Alan Keyes, you know, 
the idea that you have to celebrate these milestones as long as they are somehow the right political side or the correct political side, um, that's something I've never ascribed to. So I will not herald and, and woo. You know, when, when Obama won, um, I did say, clean slate. I'm going to judge him on the job he does. Great. We can never again hear how a black person can become president because clearly one has become president. And then he, for eight years, just completely threw mud at everything that that is a founding principle of this country. I mean, I, I can go down a list. Just horrible things. And just lied his face off, man. Lied about Obamacare. Lied about shovel-ready jobs. Lied about all... I mean, just, just lied. D- did DACA when he shouldn't have done DACA. So, I mean, I can go down a list. So, do I celebrate Katanji Brown-Jackson today? No. Because I know that she lied and said she can't define a woman. And then said she's not a biologist. I know that she gave light sentences to pedophiles who were dealing in kitty porn. I know that. She had no answer, no excuse. Something about it's easier to do it and for 15 minutes of downloading these pictures or spreading them around or whatever, um, you should not go to prison for life or whatever. Uh, whatever the deal is, she was sentencing people to less than the um, the suggested sentencing. Light on crime. Huge abortion, um, pro-abortion person. Huge pro-abortion person. Defended pro-abortion um, outlets and people as an attorney. So no, she's not going to be good on the court. She's going to be horrible on the court. So I don't, I'm not going to virtue signal and say, yeah, but look at her. I mean, it's a woman and she's black. Isn't it great? There are plenty of black women that are qualified that could have been on that court way before Ketanji Brown Jackson. So I'm not going to celebrate that today. So we have that for you, which is always interesting. We're also going to talk about some court cases with Dave Coleman from the Great Lakes Justice Center. He's a great guy. He does a great job and always brings the information that we need. And we appreciate him doing that every single time. But I want to talk about something that, that showed up on social media today. Every once in a while, the idea of a minimum wage shows up on social media. I don't know why. I have no idea why. But it does. It's like this revolving story that has to be on social media about the minimum wage. Minimum wage is 7 something an hour. People want mandatory $15 an hour minimum wage. Mandatory. So I'm floating around the Twitters today. And I noticed that there's this story, that a trend that says 25 USD. USD means United States dollars. So I'm like, well, what the hell is 25 USD? So I click on it. Some people say, I remember when I could fill up my tank for 25 USD. Somebody else, you can't buy a dinner for 25 USD. But many people were talking about how the minimum wage should be raised to $25 an hour. And it wouldn't hurt the economy. This is what some of the people were saying over on social media. So let me say what I've said before, and let me say it very directly so that it's easy to understand. The minimum wage in the United States of America should be zero. Zero dollars, zero cents an hour. That's the minimum wage. Now, some of you will freak out that I said that. Others of you are waiting for what I'm going to say next. And others of you have heard me say this before. You know what I'm going to say. It should be zero dollars, zero cents an hour for minimum wage in this country. If I open a shop and I'm going to sell widgets and I put a sign out front saying help wanted, paying zero dollars, zero cents an hour, how many people do you suppose will come and apply for a job with me? Exactly right. Zero. So then I'm going to have to say, well, hell, I better change that number. I'll give you two dollars an hour. How many people will then apply? Probably nobody. I'll give you five dollars. Maybe some people say, I'll do $5 an hour. 
and you hire a person or two, but not enough to really staff the place. So you say, I'll give you seven. In some communities, seven is plenty. In some communities, that won't get you an employee. Okay, I'll go to nine. Maybe you get more people then. I'll go to 11. Maybe you get more people then. In other words, in free enterprise, in free market economies, you let the market set the price. If you can hire people at $5 an hour, do it. And if they can survive on that, they should do it. Now, the fact that there's even a minimum wage makes me crazy because people won't work for nothing. So you're going to have to pay what they demand. So if the demand is going to be $15 an hour, not just because you said it, but literally nobody will go in to apply for a job unless it's 15 an hour, you're going to have to pay 15 an hour. It's this whole stupid story about you got to let the illegals in because they're the ones out there picking the fields. And if you didn't have them at really low wages, you'd pay $5 for a head of lettuce. I'm like, I'll pay $5 for a head of lettuce if you employ an American. Let's go. So that, that that's out the window. But to just pull a number out of your rear end, 15 an hour or else you're a racist, that's, that's just stupid. 25 an hour now or you're a racist. I always love that you, for some reason, are owed a wage that'll pay all your bills at any job you get. Whether you're sweeping the floors, flipping burgers, uh, saving lives, doing heart transplants, every you should absolutely be able to say, you need to pay me enough that I can pay all my bills, no matter what they are. Or you can do what I did coming up. You can make uh, two ninety an hour at minimum wage, and then three thirteen an hour, and then four some four twenty five an hour, whatever it was, and that wasn't paying my bills. So guess what I did? It's going to startle you. I went and got another job, so I had two jobs that almost paid the bills, but I wanted to buy a, a pack of gum, so I get a third job and I get a fourth job all at the same time, and then you can decide to buy what you can afford. You can decide to 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 pay rent that you can afford. You can decide to try to buy a car or a house if you can afford it. And as you become more valuable to the company, see, this is the trick that people forget. The company then will be happy to pay you more money because you're bringing more money in. Hey, Bob, you're paying me 10 bucks an hour, but I'm bringing in all this value and I've worked here for six months. Can I get 15? Bob might say, I'll give you 13, 14. Okay, cool. And then you make more money because Bob doesn't want to lose you. You say, but listen, 15 an hour is what I need or else I'm going to have to go across the street because he's offering me 15. Now Bob's got to raise his game to keep a good employee. So if you go in there and work your ass off and you're a good employee and you're, you're bringing value to the company, you're going to get more money. So let me say it again. Minimum wage should be $0.00 and $0.00 an hour. And as a business owner, you have to decide exactly what quality of employee you want. You have to decide what value you want from that employee And you have to decide what that's worth to you. And if it's worth more than you were initially offering, you'll have to give more or else they'll go and get it somewhere else. And as you move up the chain, because again, a lot of these jobs, these minimum wage jobs are springboard jobs. As you move up, you'll make more money because you bring more value. And you can prove that through your resume and your job experience. I don't want to hear ever again about the guy who's been flipping burgers for 26 years at McDonald's and isn't making enough money because that's on him. He stayed there and decided not to move up the chain, not to move up the ladder, not to move up in seniority and get some more money. That's on him. It's not up to McDonald's to pay more. Give me a break. So when you see 25 USD trending on on Twitter and you click on it and people are talking about minimum wage, show them this. Tell them this. 
because this is the way you do it. It should be $0 and 0 cents. Your thoughts. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, great to have you on a Thursday, the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to, a lot of phone calls coming in. But what I just had to say about minimum wage being zero, and it's really what it should be. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. You've heard the really great news that Greta's back. Greta Van Susteren is awesome on television. You probably used to watch her on CNN, then you probably watched her on Fox. Now she's on Newsmax. That's her home now. I watch Newsmax all the time. She's taking on big business, big Washington, big media at 6 p.m. Eastern time every weeknight with her new show, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. Do me a favor, set your DVR. After my show, go ahead and check her show out, which is wonderful. Greta always gives you the real news. She leads a great night on Newsmax with Rob Schmidt, who's talking about Biden's economic train wreck. And then there's Eric Bowling exposing the woke agenda. Within 20 million Americans watch Newsmax. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. I hope you have as well. I know when I turn on my smart TV, it's on Newsmax automatically. It's on all major cable and streaming platforms. So if your cable system doesn't carry Newsmax, call them, demand it. And if they won't carry it, guess what? You can switch to a system that does. Tell them that. And download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. Watch it anytime. Anywhere, I take it with me all the time. So tune into Newsmax tonight for Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling. Make the switch to Newsmax today. Let me go to the phone lines. Your thoughts about what I said about uh, minimum wage being zero. It is going to be uh, Joel in Florida. Joel, what's going on? Hi. Yeah, Mr. Price. I worked in retail. And I agree with everything you're saying. Everything you're saying that, you know, you work your way up and you get more money and that's that. But in the retail environment nowadays, I'm making $13 an hour. My manager's making fifteen dollars an hour, which way more, way more responsibilities and everything. Yes. Now, would you want to work your way up to do that? Get fifteen dollars an hour, which is still not even making your rent, but again, thirteen dollars an hour. So I, I agree with it. There's a lot of lazy people out there that don't want to go to work, and I agree. You have to go to work. You got to work, work your way up. But now, it, nowadays, you can't work your way up to getting a decent pay. Well, Joel, I hear I, I, I hear you. Well, no, I hear you, but I'm going to disagree okay. with something. It shouldn't it shouldn't be. Can you pay your rent with fifteen dollars an hour? I don't care. Go get a second fifteen dollar an hour job. I'm not kidding when I say that, and I've done it myself. I'm not I'm not some rich kid that grew up. And, and listen, I've got no problem with rich kids, but you should still get work ethic. Um, I'm a guy who grew up, and by the time I was twelve, I was working. I was cleaning out fish tanks, and I had three and four and five and six different jobs when I was trying to work my way up to what I do now. And what I do now, it might sound like I just do three hours a day. That's not the case. I'm working all day long, 
trying to make sure that we put a good show on. I, I am the example that you should use. I'm not special. I'm not, you know, um, extraordinary. I'm a guy who decided I'd work my face off for it. And I think every every human being has that possibility inside of them. You've got to be willing to work your face off. And I'm not saying that the guy who just called in doesn't. And, and it is interesting that he's getting 13 an hour and his manager's getting 15 an hour. So do you really want to work your way up to that? Well, yeah, it's two more dollars an hour. So yes. And if you're a good enough manager and you have good enough money or you have good enough numbers yeah, and you bring good enough value to that company... I know it's in a corporate setting, and you might be saying, listen, you're not going to be able to get more than that. I'm here to tell you I make more in my corporate setting than a lot of other people who work for the same company. And it's not because I'm special. It's because I've shown them the value I bring in. I've shown them how much money in advertising we could bring on this program. I've shown them that I'm a really good employee for 22, 23, 24 years. And I think that's what you have to get going for yourself. Get yourself out of the mindset that my job should pay my bills. Get yourself into the mindset that I'm going to make enough money to cover the bills I've decided to, to, to take on. And if I can't, either lower your bills or get more jobs. And, and this is the special thing about America is you can work two, three, four jobs. I don't want to work to live. I want to live to work. I mean, I don't want to live to work. I want to work to live. No, you, you work your face off and then you can start slowing down and enjoy the fruits of your labor later. I'm going to take more calls on this. It's an interesting conversation on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, great to have you along for the ride. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Thursday. Hopefully you're having a great day. Been a solid session for the Supreme Court, although I guess Brett Kavanaugh went against the stay in Mexico ruling or something, and we'll just stop making people stay in Mexico. It doesn't make any sense. We'll get into that in a little while. Uh, Carrie, you posted a picture earlier of your young man going to work, got, got himself mm-hmm. a job, didn't His he? His first day on the job, yep. Has, sure be, really has he been dying to go to work, make himself some money? Um, he was very, very nervous and very excited. He's excited about the paycheck. So has he made his own money before cut lawns, anything like that? Yeah. I mean, like little side jobs like that, but nothing like I'm going to work for a company and yeah. Um, yeah. Side, little side jobs, but nothing, nothing. Big. It's an exciting day, isn't it? It was. Yeah. I was nervous for him, but yeah. Big smile great. on his face. He's yep. ready to go. He, he was absolutely. Uh, has he done the, the day at work now? Is this like yesterday or is this today? No, this was today. Uh, he's finished though for the day. So it was good. It was a good start. And he's working for a really good company. I think, I think company. it's awesome. Yeah. He's Congratulations for a really good to him. Company. Yes. I'm, I'm glad Thank that he you. did that. So are, are, I get the feeling that you're kind of like me, that you took on whatever job you had to take on to get where you wanted to be. You're mm-hmm. a great news anchor, great journalist. What you do is, you know, you're second to none. Um, it, it, where you do, because literally when I was, when I decided to go from music radio, which I did in Belle Glade, Florida, and I also did in uh, Naples, Fort Myers, Florida, then I did in Palm Beach County, Florida, when I decided I wanted to be on talk radio and wanted to do television news, I moved to Michigan. 
And when I moved to Michigan, and by the way, when I was doing these these early jobs in 89, 90, around then, I was still driving a dump truck for my father, I was still delivering pizzas, still playing my saxophone on the boat. I mean, I was still doing whatever I could do. But when I decided I would get into television news and or and radio news, I went to Michigan, got a job uh, like overnight, read 60 seconds of news on, on WSGW in Saginaw. And then I was um, hosting karaoke shows at the Moose Lodge and at the local bar at Drifter's. Um, and then I was painting barns during the day with my father, my father-in-law's company. I mean, literally I was getting two, three hours of sleep and, and I didn't care because I wanted the money and I still was Poe. I still couldn't pay any bills. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I wanted to be able to, yeah. but I was working cause I knew that it would get me somewhere. And, and, um, and it did, I mean, honestly, we're doing very well now, but I mean, are you like me in that you did that you took on everything you could or, or, or did you, um, did you focus on, on radio news and that was it? You just stuck with <laughs> no, it. No, because I thought I wanted to go into radio. So my first, and I couldn't find a radio job cause everybody wanted experience. And then I ended up and I hated the job, um, at a skating rink being their DJ. And I All thought, right. okay, this is something <laughs> like broadcasting. I'm going to take it. Uh, until awesome. I got a job working midnight to six Friday nights and Saturday nights at my local FM station. And I loved it. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. You work from the bottom. You work your way up. I mean, I made nothing. I was making $4 an hour. It was 50 miles each way. No kidding. 52 mm-hmm. miles each way from where I lived out to Bell Glade in Florida. Twenty five an hour. Yeah. Right, and, and and you're making nothing, and uh, I couldn't pay my bills, and I did have the car repossessed. We did get evicted from the from the, the the apartment, but we knew that there would be a future because I I had something going for me that made sense in broadcasting. But you have to, like you said, you you can't just show up and say like I'll get an email from a guy, and I talk about this all the time. And if you're the guy that sends me this email, don't don't be all butthurt. It's just a dumb email. You know, my mom says that I should do talk radio. She thinks I'd be really good at that. How do I do that? Yeah. And I think he thinks he's going to show up at the station and they're going to say, okay, here are 30 or 40 stations for you. Here's a bunch of money. Let me just give you a bag of cash because right. your mom said that you're pretty good at this. You literally have to prove yourself almost every day in this job. If I drop an F-bomb today, if I get something completely wrong and don't correct it today, I mean, I could be out of, out of a job. You've got to, I mean, you've, every single day we go to work, we do the best that we possibly can. And there are people who are talented enough to do what you and I do, and they just haven't gotten the experience yet to hone that. What were you going to say? Well, exactly. I, that's what I try to instill in my kids. And because he, you know, worked really hard in school he did athletics so this is my oldest this is his first real like i said paying job right but he wasn't expecting to go in you know in a manager position making 50 dollars. i mean right. no you're gonna bag some groceries and whatever they pay you an hour that's gonna be great and you and then and then i and then i told him i said and this is you know it, it's a paycheck he's gonna be going to school for something different but learn everything you can about every department every part of that store so they know oh we got jake absolutely put jake in there and you never know what's going to happen but you gotta work your way up that's amazing that's amazing advice because it actually does relate to what it is that we do because we've got to know a lot about what's going on at all times um i can come on here and select one topic per hour for three hours and then be done with it or i can come in and I've got literally 37 stories I can do today. And I've got them all ready to go. You sent me a bunch. Sam sent me a bunch. Monica sent me a bunch. CJ sent me a bunch. And, and Polo sends me some, uh, you know, when he sees them pop up too. And then I've got the stories that I know that I want to talk about already. Um, and, and if somebody calls in just off the beaten path and wants to sideswipe me with something they don't think I know, trust me, I know it. Mm-hmm. And if I don't know it, I'll learn about it very quickly during the break or something like that. Um, so you've got to go in. 
and you're right. His job is to bag groceries, but wouldn't it be smart of him to know how much the avocados cost? Exactly. Wouldn't it be smart of him to know what aisle the, the paper towels are on? Because yep. now he's a more valuable employee, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I think it's And that's good. why you know, you, they people don't realize how many stations that you do the news on. They lean on you very heavily in this company, and there's a reason for that. They know that you're that good. Now, that could become a detriment, too. Like, I did 12 or 14 hours of talk radio one day because I'm an mm. idiot, and I shouldn't have. I filled in for way too many people. You know, you, you're leaned on way too much, I think, sometimes. Polo takes on way too much. Sam does way too much for me. I mean, I, the, uh, when you become valuable, it's a good thing because you could demand more. We've yeah. all made a little more money as we go through the years, but at the same time, you They're can also be taken advantage of. Absolutely. Right. There, there's a fine line there that you've got to be able to, to balance. But on the way up, because you and I aren't on the way up anymore. We're, we're here. Yeah. Um, on the way up, you have to take it all on. And you have to continue every day to show your value. And you have to continue every day to show why it would be worthy or it would be worth it. Um, to the company that you are worthy of more money and they're going to give you more money lest lose you. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a it's almost like a, a big time sports player. You go in and you're a rookie and you're pretty good as a rookie, but you're a freaking rookie. And then the second year you come out and and you start to think, wow, this guy is the next coming of Dr. J or he is the next Babe Ruth or something. And by year three, the guy's like, all right, this is the last year of my contract. You saw the value I brought in the first three years. What are you going to do for me? And then you either sign him to $30 million or he goes to another team that will pay him the $30 million. It's not that different from real life other than the numbers are way higher in professional sports than they are in what we do. But I want people who are listening, because like a guy, and I don't, I don't want to say the guy's name, but some guy in my chat said, yeah, but that means less sleep. And less sleep means less productivity. Oh, BS. Man, when I was 20, you know, two years old, 25 years old, all I wanted to do was work and make more money and see my bank account grow. And I knew that eventually one of these jobs, either I was going to be a recording artist with a saxophone or I was going to be uh, somebody who was a professional barn painter or I was going to be what I always thought I would be, which is a broadcaster. And now I could pay my bills this way. I mean, that's really what it needs to be. But so often in this day and age, somebody will say, well, here are four reasons why I can't do what you say. Or here's the reason why my, my one job should pay every bill I have, no matter how high my bills are, that one job should do it. And if they don't, then they're somehow racist. Were you, were you going to say something? I was. And unfortunately, though, I think we have, not me, I hope not, but we have raised a group of kids that feel so entitled to $25 an hour for their first for their first job. No. It's a great point. One of my kids is working on the show, Sam. And Sam saw my work ethic and her mother's work ethic growing up, and Sam is a workaholic. You work at, Sam, you work that ass off, and, and, and I appreciate that. But, but I mean, you, you saw that we weren't going to just say, yeah, Sam, do nothing uh, as we try to make our own career. You want it to be like Dad. You want it to be like Mom. You want it to make your own money, and, and therefore she works three jobs even now. I mean, is it three or four, Sam? Um, I've lost count at this point, but I'm definitely doing two right now as I speak. Right, exactly right. So I'm proud of what Sam has done. I know that her sister CJ has this drive inside of her where she wants to succeed. She's got all sorts of plans of what she's going to do. She's very good at getting educated, which she's doing more of right now. And Gabby works six days a week. She's working her ass off. Um, G is 13. First of all, can you believe G is 13? No, that was crazy. Crazy. You're going to be in eighth grade next year, Carrie. I know. I'm going to have a freshman in high school. Yeah. What the hell is going I on know. with these people? I know. So um, Gia, at 13, told her mother, I want to go to work. When can I go and get a job? Hmm. All right, awesome. let's go. You know what I mean? So uh, it, there is a real fear. And there's a saying that's been going around that, um, you know, the man, Bob, I'm using Bob again. Bob 
walk to work, walk to work every day and walk to school every day. Bob's children got to drive a, a, a Ford Pinto to work into school every day. Bob's grandchildren are driving Mercedes Benzes. Bob's grandchildren's children are walking to work into school again. Hmm. Because, and, and I don't know exactly how it was worded, but I'll, I'll do it in context. Adversity makes the man strong or woman. Lack of adversity or simplicity or things being handed to you and not working for that or for them makes makes the man or the woman weak. And then that weak man or woman has to go through hard times again. Hard times make you stronger. Easy times make you weaker. You've got to find a balance. Like I knew that I wanted to do things a little differently than my parents did. And I think we've done that pretty well. And my kids will probably do things a little bit differently than, than we did. But at the same time, I want that drive and desire to be there. And drive and desire which is what brings you success. Not forcing, not forcing somebody to give you more money because you think you deserve it just because you exist. Uh, Sam just sent it to me. Hard times create strong men. Strong uh, men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men make hard times. So yeah. it, it is circular. So how do, you, yeah. right, how, do you, how do you balance that? How do you make that, thanks Sam, how do you make that so that the next generation does, like Trump's kids, Trump's kids, I don't care if you like Donald Trump or don't like him, they worked their asses off. They were not handed everything growing up and he had billions. They were, were told to go to work. One of the first questions I asked Eric Trump when I had him on the show six years ago was, why aren't you a Kardashian? And not to say the Kardashians don't work, but their work is easy work. I've got a brand. I've got a. I've got a. I've got a sex tape. I've got. Uh, my parents are 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 these famous people. Um, we're going to do a reality show. Whereas Trump's kids were like, "How do you build stuff? And and how do you invest things? And how do you go and manage hotels and manage world you know worldwide businesses? So you've got a decision to make. Make it really easy for your kids, or make it hard for the kids." And I think you make it somewhere in between to give them the drive and desire to go and work. I'm very proud that my kids want to go and work and they want to succeed. Very proud of that. I'm, I want to be proud of my grandkids wanting the same things. So we'll see if, they, if it works out there. What, what an interesting conversation. And maybe I think it's interesting because I'm talking so much, but I think it's even more interesting that you're jumping in too. Um, the moral of the story is you worked as hard as you did because you knew what you wanted to do. So yes. did I. And I think that we never said, I'm going to work this hard so I can make $15 an hour. No, what we said was, I'm going to work this hard because I want to be a news anchor. Yeah. I'm going to work this hard, I want to exactly be a talk show, right? That. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the goal. Yep, that is the goal. And we did it. And how do we, how do we instill that in everybody else? Because another that's dumb trend part. will pop up tomorrow. And I'm going to post that monologue I just did about how minimum wage should be zero. And they're going to attack like crazy. But, yeah. but I need people to, to listen to that and watch that and say to themselves, you know, he's making a point. He's making a good point. No business is going to hire you um, at $0 an hour. They know that, but they should not be offering a price right up front unless that market says you're going to have to pay $10 an hour to get somebody to work or $20 or $50 an hour. You know what I mean? And on the same line, and I've come across this too, a lot of 20-something-year-olds now want to be influencers. So they really don't want to go out and work but they want to sit behind the computer and look all pretty. And I don't even know how you become an influencer. I don't know. But I know about a handful of people uh, in their 20s who don't want to work. And maybe that is work. I don't know. But this is what they want to do. They really don't want to go out and have that job or have that career. They want to be an influencer. 
And, and again, I mean, this is a great point. They, they want to be influencers because they see people with 40, 50, 60 yeah, million followers. Yeah, they want to make the money, yeah. And they're making all that money. They're living this glamorous life. But that is a very, very rare happenstance. You're, you've got a better a better chance of choosing a career, choosing the heights that you want to get to, and really striving to go and do that. Very, very few will ever make it to that level. Mm-hmm. I'm somebody who's got millions of listeners. I can't become an influencer like them on social media, no matter how hard I try. It's a very rare thing. It's a very rare formula, and most people will not be able to do it. It's a very good point, though. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. A few more of your phone calls when we come back. Interesting conversation. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Thursday. Glad that you've taken the time. Talking about minimum wage, talking about uh, the, the market, talking about having um, some sort of work ethic, which is, uh, I don't think it's what it used to be. Now, I think a lot of young people do have work ethic, but I think a lot of you don't, uh, especially this expectation to get $15 an hour at McDonald's to flip burgers, and then the service isn't very good as it is. You should go in there, work your ass off, show the company your value, show the customer your value, then you'll get more money. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about Super Beats. Super Beats, I've been telling you about them for a long time. Been ranting and raving about Super Beats for a long time, about supporting your blood pressure, healthy blood pressure, your blood flow, your circulation, so important when it comes to your energy level that you used to have more energy when you were younger. It's because of this blood flow and circulation issue. And that's all regulated by something called um, nitric oxide. It's a miracle molecule that Super Beats helps you to restore your ability to make it like you used to when you were younger. Super Beats heart chews are made with non-GMO beets and grapeseed extract. They taste absolutely delicious. I want, uh, I want you to try these out if you haven't yet because you can avoid those sugary drinks all day or that five, you know, five or six cups of coffee in the afternoon or the energy drink, or a candy bar. Going to be a high and then a low very quickly, where a Super Beats Heart Chews helps to give you a nice level of energy throughout the day. Here's what we did. To get you, to, to make it easy to get you started, I, I got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. Hurry up. It's your best offer available right now anywhere. JoeLovesBeats.com, up to 45% off. JoeLovesBeats.com. Make that happen and make it happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines in the time we have remaining. I appreciate you taking the time. It's going to be, um, let's see here. Some of you've been holding for a while. Norm, Flora, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Norm, I'm living the dream. Cool. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to get right to the point. Yes. Uh, I, when, uh, when my kids were growing up, I told them uh, when they would ask me, what should I do for a living? My answer was find out the kind of lifestyle you want to live and find a vehicle that will provide it. You know? That's exactly right. Um, the, uh, flipping a hamburger is not going to do that. I mean, when I got into work, I decided to get into the criminal justice system. Uh, I went through the police academy, went to work for a municipality, and worked my way up into the state. Uh, and when I was doing such a good job that the state attorney's office wanted to hire me, my attorney said, my uh, my boss said, "We'll give you a twelve percent raise." I mean, it was it was like you know you're never going to earn more than what it takes to replace you. Exactly right, and and again, make yourself replaceable. Difficult on the company, Norm. Thank you. Uh, in other words, if they wanted to get rid of me tomorrow, they'd have to get somebody who'd bring in the same ratings, the same revenue, the the same listeners, um, and, and they know they can't. And not that we're having this argument, 
But um, you've got to make yourself valuable to the company that's paying you money. And that value is going to directly correlate with how much money you're getting. It's not about the government saying pay somebody $15 an hour. Craig, I mean 30 seconds. Let's go. Yes. Hey, I just wanted to talk real quick. I was a military dependent when I was a kid, and I would have loved to have had your father to be able to go work for. But unfortunately, when your dad is in the Navy, there's no place to work. And child labor laws uh, that are overprotective hurt people like me when I was a kid because we were out looking for someplace to work. Yeah, like Craig, I I, Craig, I appreciate you. I, I wasn't working for my father when I was 12 years old. I was working for a neighbor up the street that had a fish farm. I drove a, tr- a truck with my father very rarely. We did it on the weekends, so I didn't have some full-time job with dad like he was handing me a job. That's not the case. I appreciate that your story is different than mine, but all those jobs I was working, only one of them was with dad. Everyone else was a job out there in the real world, and I was just just doing all I could do to make as much money as I could and to move up in the industries that I wanted to be in. Keep it here. Coming back. Joe Pags.